everybody out there. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and as always, I'm joined by Tyler. Howdy. Howdy doody. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Recording one day early. Yeah, we are. I, com- I kind of forgot that we're, we were recording one day early. Yeah. I didn't even realize that today was one day early until, like, I looked at my calendar and i'm like oh we're recording on a wednesday yeah but yeah yeah you've got you've got you've got to go see a star war tomorrow yep i'm gonna see the ninth star war i've seen two star war yeah there are more than nine star war there's 11 there's going to be 11 star war after tomorrow Mm. so i mean i guess technically people are seeing now i you know i'm not I love Star Wars. I am not ready for the internet Star Wars <laughs> because I just... I, Star Wars fans will never be satisfied anymore. And, and this is coming from someone who likes Star Wars. Star Wars is the worst fan base in all of entertainment, in my opinion. Hmm. That's a very controversial thing. People come fucking fight huh. me. But man, man... Yeah, I can see how people who somehow like those movies being awful. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so just always, uh, it's it's. There's a lot there for people to argue about if they're going to be belligerent about shit. Like even only having watched two of them now as an adult, uh, I I see stuff in there that I'm like, yeah, I can see a bunch of assholes arguing about this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm not that kind of guy. I yeah. am only moderately interested in this. Yeah, and just the whole, like, I, I don't like this because it's not what I want it to be, what I thought it was going to be thing. It happens with all of entertainment to a degree, you know, definitely happened with the final season of Game of Thrones. You know, I, I mean, I didn't really think it was the best, but... Um, people certainly thought it was going to go one direction. It did not go that direction or whatever. And that seems to happen with Star Wars a lot, too. Now, I'm not saying Star Wars is perfect. They've made a lot of stupid decisions uh, for sure. But it's like nothing to be all fucking riled up about. I'm just not ready for the Internet. You know, I might try to just stay off the Internet. I think I'm just going to watch the movie and be like, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that's probably... That might be for the best. Yeah. I like can't Star wait, Wars. Can't man. wait to see your review of Star Wars on Plugged On Vids. Yeah. Yeah. And I like <laughs> And Star the Wars. comments. Yeah. I don't want fucking, you know, Star Wars isn't going to go away, but, you know, there's just always so much vitriol You can make Star it. Wars fans go away. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, I'll never forget, though, seeing uh, episode seven in 2015 when Star Wars was like coming back seeing it at one in the morning wow that that opening night we got there like an hour and a half two hours early maybe and literally just sat in in line at the theater just so because it wasn't uh, we saw it at um, the IMAX at Penn Cinema and, mm-hmm. and they might have changed it now but then it was a fucking it was a free for all Oh, wow. Like you, you, uh, 
did not choose your seats ahead of time. Wow. So we wanted to make sure we had the best seats to see this movie. And it, it was it was it was a good time. There's a bar connected to that movie theater. They had special Star Wars drinks, which are really good. They had one about Han Solo, your favorite. I hate Han Solo. I think Han Solo is a mistake. <laughs> no, I love Han Solo. He's so good. Okay, there are three characters. Two characters that I like and a character I deem acceptable. So who do you deem acceptable? Leia. Leia's okay. fine. I like Leia. Yeah. She makes some boneheaded decisions. She, hmm, the way she acts around a Han Solo is kind of regrettable. Because he's so hot. <laughs> just the way he acts is just slimy. Smile. He's slimy. Yeah. I don't like slimy people. Yeah, no, he's got that style. Don't like him. Don't like him. Would not let him near my daughter. Well, what about Job of the Hut? You mean how they, well, at least in the version you gave me, put in a CG Job of the Hut? Yeah. That looks awful? Yeah. Yes. I heard that he's a human in the original mm-hmm. cut. Yeah. Why did they change that? Because George Lucas, at the time, had a hard-on for fucking CG. And he wanted more continuity between the prequels and original trilogy. So, yeah, went and added some CG, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, and I think those are the only... Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think those are the only versions you can buy. I don't think you can buy the original theatrical cuts of mm, those movies. Okay. Which is a shame. Yeah, I I would say that it is shameful the way Jabba the Hutt looks in A New Hope. Yeah. Are you going to watch all of them? I am going to watch all of them, whether I like them or not. Okay. I don't all give right. a damn because right. I need to see these things so people can stop getting on my ass about being a hater for no fucking reason. <laughs> Even though I've seen some Star Wars media that makes me feel like I don't like it. Are you being open-minded? Yes. Are you sure about that? Absolutely. That doesn't make me think so, sir. I am judging the, I am judging it based on its merits. Okay. Though that is compromised considering these movies are from the 80s. I understand that, but I am not from the 80s, and some of this shit just sucks nowadays. Some of it. I like it, though. I, I like it's like campiness and weirdness you know i would much rather have a puppet yoda than a cg oh i I don't yeah puppet yoda's fine i like stuff like that it's just that's not what i'm that's not what i'm complaining about at all i I still think for for what the first one was 1977 like those movies still look pretty good for being made then Yes, they look good for... Yeah, they, they're not, you know, 2019, like, oh my God, look at that CG and that mm-hmm. lighting and all that stuff, but they still look really good. I will say, after Empire, I never want to hear the fucking Imperial theme again. Oh, I love it. They fucking blasted at you. Yeah. It is so goddamn loud. Yeah. I was yeah, watching that movie with it. headphones on. <laughs> you're supposed to feel it, dude. <laughs> Darth Vader coming in, sticking it straight up your hanny. You know, with that theme. Mm. Speaking of lightsabers, Tyler, have you played any more of that Star Wars? Yeah. And, and 
I have. And fuck EA. <laughs> I, That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> I was watching football, maybe. I was watching something. And I fucking heard. I ran away. But the TV, I should have just turned the TV off. That Jedi Fallen Order oh, commercial came okay. on. They ruined the fuck out of that with such a major thing. I'm not even going to say what it is. And now it's in it's in the back of my head the whole time, which could have been an amazing reveal. Why in the fuck would they do that? I just do not get that. I mm. get you want people to buy your video game, but goddamn, it just was frustrating I, to see. <laughs> I'm not sure if I just don't know enough about Star Wars to have that reveal fucked for me or if I've just been lucky and not seen the right commercial. Yeah, you probably haven't if it's not coming to you. Mm. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Don't watch that commercial. If it comes on, just turn your TV off. Yes. It ads are about 30 seconds long. Yes, just shut it off. Run away whatever um but yeah i i got to play a decent chunk of that star wars and i really like that star wars mm. it's just it's so do the lightsabers actually look good unlike the movies yeah <laughs> i think they look really good they feel really good um i've gotten into some just insanely awesome fights where i come out the other end going like holy shit that's just fucking sick the whole thing and now i'm starting to fight like a lot uh stronger enemies as well um did a, just a ton of exploration um you know now you know i have new force abilities which really open things up i can push people around now and kind of freeze them and stuff too which is really cool uh so but now that's also open the map a lot more to um you know unlock new chest and all that stuff which is really cool and so going through the all the, the chest in the game you're mostly getting um stuff to customize your lightsaber or cow like different outfits um but the lightsaber stuff is so cool that you can customize all five pieces of the lightsaber the color the emitter all this stuff and it is so fucking sick uh, it just it really makes me uh, like legitimately want to go find everything in the game just to see how cool cool this stuff is but to me it's just like i just can't you know i'm i'm getting kind of not to that level because the game's definitely not as good, but I'm getting like God of War 2018 vibes out of it. Just playing through this adventure with just this awesome combat, cool characters, a great story, um, and, and just stunning visuals to where you kind of come around every corner and you're just like, wow, this is fucking awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, really enjoying this game a lot. I'm, I've, uh, yeah, just had a lot of really good moments with it. I had a moment, so you can change the difficulty at any time. I'm playing on, I guess it's normal Jedi Knight, I think, which feels pretty good. It's not um, too hard, but there's definitely a challenge there, and it's not too easy. And it's one of those things where, you know, you're killing enemies, you're you're scanning the environment for cool new stuff to add to your database, and you get... Um, kind of experience points 
throughout all of this. And then that bar fills up, ting, ding, you get a skill point. Um, and then if you die, you lose all your progress and you have to go find that enemy. Now, in a Souls game, you have to kill that enemy to get your shit back. In this game, it's a little easier. You basically just have to engage in combat with them. So if I go up and just block one of their attacks or they hit me or something, then I get my shit back. Um, and I went through this. It's it was it was the long. This game's been really good at having uh, checkpoints and meditation points where you can uh, choose the rest or uh, spend your skill points, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Were they called meditation points in Sekiro? Yes. They, well, mm, yeah, uh, they were sculpted idols. Right, sculpted idols. But like, it was a, you, basically meditation. Yeah, point. like you would go up, and once your character like sit on the ground and stuff, mm-hmm. like this is exactly the same thing. It's hilarious. Um, so the, the game's been really good at, at pacing that out to where I never felt like I was going too long without a really good checkpoint or or one of those meditation points to spend my skills or save or whatever. But this one section, dude, was so fucking long. And the game introduced kind of a newer type of enemy, which they always kind of pitch as a boss fight, like a meter you know, health bar comes across the screen. And it was a really cool fucking boss fight. And then I'm just kind of going along, and I'm out of uh, stims, which is your healing. And I'm like, it's I gotta be getting to a meditation point soon. And I walk in this room, and not only was the character I just fought in a boss fight was there, but there was literally five other enemies in this room. And I'm like, oh shit. And I almost had all of them, and I died. And I was so close to pinging for a fucking <laughs> skill point. I'm like, <sighs> and, and I, it's one of those things in a video game when you respawn and your eyes just kind of light up, like, I have to do all of that again. Now this is now this game's like the, some of the progress you make. You don't have to do all of it again. So the areas I open up and stuff, I can just kind of take the shortcuts and stuff, which is nice. Um, but I'm like, oh my god, this sucks. So I'm like, you know what? I really, I'm just going to cheese this. I put it down on the lowest difficulty because all I wanted to do was go back and get my skill points, and then I then I turned it back up. I, I'm. If you are playing this game and you like if you just want the story and that's literally all you care about, then fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want at least to just have this amazing feeling of feeling like I would assume a Jedi does, uh, definitely play this at least on Jedi Knight because story mode is laughably easy. Like the enemies literally just stood there. The stormtroopers that were in a, at a distance shooting at me probably would shoot one shot at me when I'm in combat for 10, 15 seconds. Whereas normally they're shooting at a pretty decent pace and it's like, wow. Like I just, I was kind of just blown away of how different those difficulties are but you know I, I just like that you can kind of go back back mm-hmm. and forth and yeah. if you even want a better challenge you could go up to um, Jedi Master and I think there's another one above it and stuff so I I, I uh, most games do that nowadays where you can just kind of change difficulty on the fly uh, I just it's such an awesome thing to have in modern day video games so like 
I don't know if we would have finished Wolfenstein Youngblood if we were yeah. switched to difficulty. <laughs> Some of those fights were <laughs> bullshit. Like, especially that final one yeah. was fucking terrible. We still barely made it through. Mm-hmm. Changing, even changing the difficulty. So, yeah, just really enjoying that game, enjoying it just about everything about it. Fuck, I forgot Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, go play a lot more Star Wars uh, here. Um, but I also played more out the outer worlds. Not as much. All right. Um, fuck. I love that game. Like, it's just, I haven't played that game in a couple weeks, but just getting back into it and just getting into my character, getting back into story. Still on Monarch? Um, no, I actually haven't made it. To oh, Monarch okay. Yet. I'm doing a bunch of side quests and stuff on um, ground. Break. Yeah, groundbreaker. Groundbreaker. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's just kind of where where I am now. I'm gonna try to kind of blow through that area to get to Monarch. So, but game is just it's excellent. Mm. It's story. It's characters. I'm loving it. Um, and I'm I'm just I'm loving the combat too. Like I I did a companion the companion side quest for Vicar, right? Yeah, and. I came out the other side and there were these like crazy monkey dudes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> and I just before that got my first shotgun. I'm just slowing down time, shooting these dudes in the face, dashing around. It just, it felt really good. Um, and I'm still just kind of blown away by by the dialogue stuff in that game. It's just, it's excellent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not, not too much dad there, but cool. really loving the outer worlds. Cool, cool, cool. I think that's all I played. Okay, well, I'm going to get into it. Do it. I will start off with what I left last week because I um, I finished Life is Strange 2. It was literally like 15, 20 minutes mm. left t- to beating that game, so I probably should have just stuck with it and came here a little bit later. But Life is Strange 2 is a fantastic video game. It is my favorite Life is Strange game. Yeah, that story wraps up really fucking good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to play it. You have some decisions to make about how you treat people. Ooh. Especially people who don't necessarily care about you. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Game hits you in the feels. Yeah, it does. I have a feeling that maybe the other ending that I didn't get, I'm not sure how many endings there are, but I have a feeling that an alternate ending could hit a little bit harder, but I like the ending I got. Gotcha. Cool. How long are each of the episodes? Oh, shit. Um... Anywhere between one and two hours, I'd say, mostly. I I want to say one of the episodes is longer, though. Yeah. Between two and three. I felt like the episodes in the first game were pretty beady. I felt like they took a lot longer to play through than your typical Telltale episode. Yeah. 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 These are pretty... Yeah. These episodes are pretty lengthy. There's a lot to do in each episode. I mean, you can blaze through it quick if you want to, but there's a lot of side stuff that's really cool. A lot of writing in, in side areas that connect this game to the other Life is Strange games. Uh, and yeah, it's, it is fantastic. Sweet. 
and I will play another one when yeah. they make it. I hope they make another one. They announced something, didn't they? Didn't Donut announce something else yes. they were making? Yes, it's a. I think it's only coming to Xbox, um, but but it's that game with the first transgender character mm-hmm. in it. What's that called? I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Life is Strange Two is definitely worth taking a look at, especially if you have Game Pass on Xbox. You should definitely go check that out. But even if not, it's. It is. It might be on my list, my personal list at the very least. Cool. This game's called Tell Me Why. Mm-hmm. Coming yeah. out next year. Uh, I'm trying... All right. I will stick the PC game last, the PCS PC game that <laughs> none of you are probably playing if you're only on a PlayStation. Uh, so, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. I What's bought this? that. It was on sale. I bought it. It's good. I played through the campaign. Not it's not terribly long. I wouldn't. I want to say it's about like eight out, eight and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, campaign pretty all right. Uh, some of the story stuff felt a bit icky. Uh, basically, a lot of the same stuff you see in all Call of Duty games, where the United States and all of its NATO allies are completely innocent of everything, and it's all the Russians' fault. Yeah, always. But other than that, I mean, gameplay-wise, it was it was a Call of Duty campaign. That it had some cool moments. It, it seemed. I mean, did the game, did the campaign feel different at all? Because it seemed like they were trying to go, I guess, a little bit more. I don't know, know the word. Not as a action movie. Yeah, I mean, they did like they have been the past few years. They did have some quieter moments, some sneaking missions. Uh, and it's, uh, some of the missions highlighting like rules of engagement and trying to limit c- civilian casualties and stuff like that. Uh, but it's still mostly an action movie yeah. game. They're not going to deviate from that. That stuff sells. Right. Uh, but the multiplayer is what I've been playing a lot of because I like Call of Duty multiplayer. Yeah. And Tyler, the Call of Duty multiplayer is pretty fucking good. So I've heard. Yeah, uh, cross-play, separated queues by keyboard and mouse and gamepad players. Gamepad players can match with keyboard and mouse if they're partied with someone who's playing on keyboard and mouse, but otherwise it's pretty much separate. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and I think they have done a lot of good things with the multiplayer. Like what? Like taking out those fucking loot boxes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's important. Um, the question is, though, will they come back? I hope not. I hope Man, not. I mean, they're already making money on a battle pass. Yeah. I fucking bought the battle pass. Yeah. They had an operator I liked. And operators are purely cosmetic, but I like the look of the operators they had on so it, for it. In that way, it functions a lot more like Black Ops 4 with operators. And is there going to be... There aren't skills attached to operators. Operators oh, okay. are purely just a skin you're wearing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. But yeah, it's... Yeah, uh, I do have one complaint, however, about their multiplayer, a way that I think they might have screwed up. So you know how recently in Call of Duty that weapons have had weapon levels. Mm-hmm. And weapon levels unlock attachments and stuff like that. There are a lot of weapon levels. 
to the point where I am level 46 and I have not start I have not changed my custom loadouts I made at level 4. Well, changed the weapons out. I've changed some attachments out. I might have moved in a weapon if I liked if I liked a weapon more like I moved in the M4 because I like the M4. I moved in the MP5. I like the MP5, but I'm using the starter uh, the, the starter LMG, starter shotgun, starter uh, sniper rifle. And there's not much incentive to change. Yeah. Unless it's unless they have a daily challenge for you to use a specific weapon. Wow. Forty six. So like are you I have been using an attachment every level? You are getting attachments and camouflage Holy and crap. weapon reticles. Wow. Then what are, are there still challenges in the game? There are a, okay, so they've done challenges differently. A challenge is a thing that you have to select to work towards, and that just gives bonus XP. But there aren't weapon challenges specifically. There are there are challenges that ask you to use a certain class of weapon. Okay. Uh, but as far as I've seen, there's no specific weapon challenges. Uh, there are a shit ton of attachments per weapon. Mm-hmm. I go to the muzzle attachments for the M4, and there have got to be at least 11 or 12 muzzle attachments. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the things they touted about this game, right? What's it called? Gunsmith? Yes. That's very, this whole thing's very American. Mm-hmm. Incredibly American, if you ask me. Yep. <laughs> and another thing that you can unlock, I think, through challenges and uh, the battle pass are blueprints. And blueprints are preset uh, attachment setups for weapons and you don't have to have those attachments unlocked to use the blueprint hmm. and you can still you can use the weapon as it's loaded out there and add attachments as you unlock them Jesus <laughs> a thing for Call of Duty yeah cool Very it's cool. really a pain in the ass yeah. when you open a door and on the other side is a fucking claymore yeah oh my <laughs> goodness <laughs> fuck that but there's a perk that lets you see claymores through walls. Yeah, that seems useful. Yeah, that seems useful. But um, yeah, I am. Have you played the ground war mode? I have played a. I think I've played two rounds of ground war. It's just a large scale domination match. Yeah. You can spawn on your squad like battlefield. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's like that bat- battlefield kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. But there's like five points. Mm-hmm. Some vehicles spawn in occasionally. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I will recommend Call of Duty Modern Warfare <laughs> if you like shooters, because it's a good one. Uh, speaking of shooters, I dropped in some Apex Legends. I haven't... I didn't play too much. I played maybe about an hour of it. Uh, there was a new game mode. Yep. Where I think it's three squads fight over a moving train for a couple of rounds. Like, it's basically uh, a mini battle royale each year, just capturing the train. Oh. And then you respawn when the train is going to the next point. Interesting. Yeah, and each, so the way it works is that each uh, legend has its own loadout, and you can change legends between respawns. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, sounds cool. Get any uh, Christmas stuff? Not yet. I haven't played that much. Mm -hmm. 
the challenges are a grind. I, I looked at it and I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to play this a lot. But then I looked at how much time is left in the battle pass and I'm like, shit, I made a lot of progress before I left off here because I'm still not too far behind mm. completing this thing before the season's over. Yeah, there you go. Got to grind it out. Yeah. So yeah, Apex Legends, still a good video game. You might hear us talk more about it some other day. Yeah. Uh, other... I guess the last PlayStation game I have played this week, Judgment. The new game from that Yakuza studio, Judgment. Uh, Judgment is a lot like a Yakuza game in the way that it plays, but it's got a different style to it that I am really fucking digging. It's got this like detective crime thriller thing going on. And I'm really into it, Tyler. Sweet. It's really cool. Especially, like, courtroom scenes and stuff like that. They just fucking nail it. Yeah, that's cool. How This game's um, voice acted, right? Yes. English. Is it good? I didn't put the English on because I'm used to those games being in Japanese and reading subtitles. Yeah. That's cool. Um, is it like... Uh, open world in quotes you're in Camarocho like again okay it does it feel it's that city in different? it's that city in 2018 it takes place in december this is a christmas game oh cool well that's a perfect time to play it then. yeah cool. that's awesome story good story is great awesome so yeah you're you're a detective i mean i think people have gone over like the premise of this you're a detective who lost their law license because they got a uh, serial killer off the hook who went then and went and killed someone oh interesting so you you are this guy uh yaga yagami uh who has his own detective agency now and you're a private investigator and yeah, there's there's stuff to do. There's there's another serial killer out there that's gouging people's eyes out. And yeah, Sweet. it's good stuff. There's also cool side content, as always with that studio. <laughs> there's this guy who wants me. He's a cat blogger. He blogs about feral cats. Oh, that's pretty. Cool. And there are some cats missing, and you have to go take pictures of these cats for him. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That's game of the year material right there. There's a pinball machine in your office. You can p- just play pinball. Sweet. You can all well. Of course, Sega always does this with it. You can play Virtual Fighter if you want to play Virtual Fighter. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool how those games do that stuff. Yeah, I, I'm really having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I just saw. So you have side cases. I saw one on the bulletin board that's someone stealing panties. <laughs> and I have to find the panty thief. Uh-oh. Nice. So that's what I'm going to do next time I play Judgment. I like that game a lot. And I guess the last thing I played, this is on PC. So everyone just calm your fucking pants. I understand. Not all of you have a gaming PC. But Anno 1800 mm. had a free trial last week. Yeah. And they hooked me. They fucking hooked me. 
so this is a city builder slash real-time strategy game. Uh, you're building cities. You start by building like farmhouses and then producing the goods that farmers need until you have a happy and big enough population to upgrade to workers and so on and so on. You just keep upgrading and upgrading and expanding, exploiting resources, uh, trying to expand out to other islands as well. There's a story mode that was... So the the free trial was you could play the sandbox mode. Uh, but now that I'm playing the campaign, this thing has a story. You have an uncle who's an asshole who probably got your father killed. And now you're starting up this company town to rival him and figure out what the fuck happened. Ugh. And it's good. It's a good game. It's a good one of those. I'm enjoying it. This is my first Anno game. It seemed pretty... It seemed easy enough to get into. The tutorials they have, uh, the hints they give you, are, they point you in the right direction. Uh, I'm sure there are things I could be doing better, doing more optimally, but that's when I'm to another point with this game. Sweet. So far, I'm enjoying it. It's such a weird UV, Weird. It's a franchise... That you would never think Ubisoft would publish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a very Ubisoft sort of franchise, but it's cool that they do it. Yeah. All the game Isn't this a franchise where all the numbers usually add up to nine? Uh, I have not actually investigated that. That's what I, I, uh, I read that. Isn't there like an Anno 2700 and stuff? Mm-hmm. I think it's 2070. 2070. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, 1800, Industrial Revolution stuff, got to deal with pollution and all that all that jazz. Yeah, there's eight, Anno 1800, mm-hmm. right? Anno 2205. Okay. Anno 1404. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> all funny. right. It's funny. When are they going to do the prehistoric Anno 9? Ooh, don't know. That would be a little bit too on the nose, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Video games, Tyler. Keep on playing them. Yes, it, indeed, they keep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but I did download Wargroove and play like the first tutorial mission. Uh, I might play more of that. It's kind of like a Fire Emblem a little bit, uh, at least from my very early impressions. I also play a little more Pokemon too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, game. yeah. Pokemon's pretty darn good. I ran into a Snorlax who. Mm. I'm like, nope. I have to run away from this Snorlax and come back in a little bit. <laughs> Snorlax will body you. Yeah, he did very much. All right. Well, we do have some news this week. Not not the greatest news week. I mean, it's. We're in the closing months of the year, uh, closing weeks of the year, and it's the perfect time to launch, at the end of the generation, the perfect time to launch a new peripheral. Yeah. PlayStation deciding it is the best time to unlock, to uh, give you the power of back buttons. Yay. Yes, there is this new attachment for your DualShock 4, 
where it goes on the bottom of your controller and gives you back buttons. It has a screen on the bottom of your controller the way it's configured. Uh, you can remap these buttons to whatever button you want to. I imagine a lot of racing game players will make them paddle shifters. I don't know like the function otherwise why you would need this if they can't add it. The thing is, these don't act as additional buttons. They act as a remap for other buttons on your controller. Yeah, which is weird to me. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I look. I, if you if you're into this, cool. I don't. I don't really get this personally. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be a different conversation if they were actually additional buttons. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I feel like. Kind of, what's the point if if it's not additional? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I just wonder, I wonder why or if the next DualShock controller will have, just have back buttons. Maybe. Because they had the back touch with the Vita. Yeah, that wasn't great, so. But buttons are different than touchpads. True. I wonder if the concern is durability, mm-hmm. like, because if you drop a controller and it catches those back buttons the wrong way, maybe. But there's got to be a way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I also just don't like the look of this thing when you put it on a controller. It just... It literally looks like there's a fucking turd hanging out of your controller's ass. It's just weird to me. (laughs) I I just don't like it, dude. Uh, It's $30. It'll be available in January. A more more options to play your video games if that's how you want to do it. Yeah, I go guess. For it. Yeah, if if this is something you've been you've been hankering for, go for it. Back buttons. I, I think PlayStation and there's there's like a third party one I think too. Like there's no pro. Yeah, there's the scuff vantage. Yeah, I there's think. no elite controller from PlayStation officially, and that's what. I feel like PlayStation uh, gamers kind of want because that's something that's pretty cool that Microsoft does. I mean, yeah, those controllers are $180, but they're fucking wicked. Um, so I really think Sony kind of dropped the ball a little bit on that end. I mean, I know that's that's kind of a niche thing. Um, not, you know, you're not going to sell 50 million of those controllers, but, you know, for the more hardcore... I, feel like that's a nice thing to have and, and give to give people options. Yep. So I think they'll do one next generation. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Yo, I did not realize last week when we were doing it that Microsoft made the Xbox One controller for the Series X smaller. Huh. Okay. Like, okay. Interesting. They said they made it slightly smaller. I mean, I have small hands. hands. That's okay. Yeah. I I, I mean, I think that controller feels good. That's the thing. Like, uh, the DualShock 4 feels really good. We saw that patent for the DualShock 5. I mean, it looks pretty similar. Mm -hmm. And it'll have some new functionalities. But, like, how do you make these controllers better? You kind of can. It's going to be, like, small iterations, I, I think. You know what I just remembered that I realized after we recorded last week? That fucking Need for Speed game. I mean, that Fast and Furious game being made by fucking Slightly Mad Studios. Really? That's what, that's, that's what they're fucking, that's what, uh, 
they're using them for to wow. make that trash licensed game. Wow, I did not know. I did not hear that at all. <laughs> not uh, a good start to Codemasters owning Slightly Mad Studios. No, I mean, was Slightly Mad making that game before they bought them, though? Or? I hope not. I hope that's not what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. That game looks not good. God damn it. <laughs> You hope for good things and then they fucking shit in your mouth like that. Uh, I love when that happens. Getting shit in the mouth. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into some Call of Duty stuff here. We talked about it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, here's the head from IGN, is the most played Call of Duty launch of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One generation. Yep. Subhead players are averaging a collective 10 million hours in multiplayer each day. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. This is a 50-day launch window that they're counting. But wow. yeah. Yeah. Over 500 million hours, which is crazy. More hours per player um, and average daily players than any other Call of Duty in six years. Mm-hmm. Which is just fucking wild. I feel like this story kind of happens uh, every year almost, with the exception of Infinite Warfare and Ghost. But but still, I mean, everyone always says Call of Duty's dying. It certainly is not. No. <laughs> like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. And also, this, this game has sold through a billion dollars worth of copies. So, yeah, Tyler, uh, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but this next story I have to talk about right now. Do it. About Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 1 gets a new Cranked mode. And before the show, I was joking about the movie Cranked and this being related. I mean, I'm just going to read a paragraph here from the IGN article. Arguably, the biggest addition to Modern Warfare's multiplayer is a new mode called Cranked. Much like the Jason Statham movie, players are forced to race against the clock to get a certain number of kills or basically explode. All right, cool. <laughs> that's fucking wild. Oh, man, that's funny. Please tell me there's a new Cranked movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't know if there is. Oh, that's so silly. I'll look that up, but yeah, that, that there has to very there silly. has to be a tie-in. Jason Statham has to be an operator in Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Uh, that'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be awesome. Uh, I guess there's a new operator though. Mm-hmm. Coming out. Um, Doc's gunfight uh, mode map is getting a holiday makeover. You play gunfight? I have not played gunfight yet. Right now, so. The matchmaking is a little bit weird to me, at least the interface sh- they show. Um, so you can set a preset of game modes that you want to play, whether it be core or hardcore. But Gunfight is currently siphoned off into this other separate thing that you can't get, you can't put in your filter. Uh, right now, the Gunfight mode is Gunfight OSP where you find on-site procurement of weapons where you start with no weapons and you find them on the map and you fight that way. Okay. But right now you cannot play a normal gunfight mode. I'm not sure what that is or if that ever existed. But, yeah. I, yeah, I, 
I need to explore more of the modes in Call of Duty, because right now I've been mostly playing Team Deathmatch, Domination, Kill Confirmed. Gotcha. Cool. Are you going to play some Cranked? I'll, I'll play some Cranked <laughs> when, when that drops. Yeah. Uh, apparently, everybody's getting a free gift today. I, th- I wonder if I got... Th- no, that might have been part of the update that I got. Cool. Uh, and I didn't log in after the update. Um, let's move on to Capcom. Capcom inviting players to test another unannounced game. Resident Evil game. An unannounced Resident Evil game. Where'd yeah. you see that? Oh, oh no. Oh wait, no, never mind. Yeah. Okay. I'm wrong. You're right. Hmm. That's another unannounced game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or is it Resident Evil? Members of the Capcom Resident Evil Ambassadors program. Okay. They're getting so maybe maybe it is Resident Evil. It's a battle. Still. Ro- it's a battle royale. It's a Resident Evil battle <laughs> royale, and they they fucked the reboot by trying to chase something that it, you shouldn't. Yeah. The last time Resident Evil ambassadors received an email informing them of an unannounced title, it turned out to be Capcom was hosting test for Project Resistance. Mm, Okay. So, I I would imagine if if it is a Resident Evil thing, it's probably a multiplayer sort of thing. (laughs) Is Uh, it not a crossover with, say, a Dino Crisis? Ooh, maybe it is. You put this in here. Dino Crisis trademark filed by Capcom. Renewing that thing that they own. We haven't seen Dino Crisis in a long time, Tyler. Uh, shit. Where? When was the last Dino Crisis? I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. 1990. Or the original came out in 1999. Was followed up by two sequels. I remember playing latest release June 26th 2003 wow okay cool um so this could be something of course but it could most likely be nothing and them renewing some trademarks I mean I could see a Dino Crisis Pachinko machine probably happening yeah yeah, maybe maybe uh but i feel like dino crisis why not yeah i mean let's go those resident evil reboots looked really good yeah yeah i mean it's capcom's had such a resurgence over the past uh number of years that i think you know why not put some time and money into it and i think they could they could pull it off pretty well Mm -hmm. if they give it the right care to reboot Reboot some Dino Crisis. That'd be fun. I played one of them a long, long time ago, but I forget which one. Might have been the first one. Hmm. All right. I don't remember it too well. I just remember playing Dino Crisis. Do you remember uh, Turok? I remember Turok. I loved playing those Turok games back in the day. They were so much fun. Then that one came out on PS3. I think it was just called Turok. It wasn't very good. Mm. I don't think they've made a, a Turok since. I would love a fucking Turok game. Make it nice and gritty. Throw some. You want to put gritty in Turok? Survival elements to it or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Be fun. 
you might have remembered last week, as part of the news coming out of the Game Awards, The Wolf Among Us 2 happening. Uh, we've got some follow-up information here. Uh, turns out, Wolf Among Us 2 is been completely redone in a new engine. Which, the engine was the problem with those Telltale games a lot of the time. I see this as good news. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, the Wolf Among Us 2 is being developed on the Unreal Engine. Yeah. Which makes makes a lot of sense. That's a popular engine. There's a lot of resources out there. A lot of people that know how to use it. Yes. Yep. So, makes sense. So, that's that's good news at least mm-hmm. it's just a shame that all the people that were working at Telltale weren't able to use Unreal Engine when you know they had jobs there and they really needed to switch engines mm. alright yeah it's yeah some decisions could have been made about yeah. Telltale yeah. that weren't yes <laughs> but it seems like with this fresh start they are um Making those right decisions. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll continue to do so. Yeah, I, I'm really curious if I imagine that it's going to be episodic. Still, that's kind of this Telltale thing. I just wonder the release schedule. Is it going to be really sporadic, like it was, and with just a long time in between episodes, or or are they going to wait till development's almost done and then just go? Here's one every every week, every two weeks, or whatever. Curious how how they roll this game out eventually. So, hopefully, it is smoother than the rollout of the original PlayStation. Yeah, (laughs) if you remember, PlayStation originally Sony was going to work with Nintendo, and then Nintendo stabbed them in the back Mm -hmm. with uh, an N sixty four shaped knife. Yes. And uh, then Sony decided to put out their PlayStation, but there are prototypes of the project that they worked together to make. The Nintendo PlayStation, and there's a prototype that is going to be auctioned next year. Uh, Yeah. It's probably going to cost a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's going to cost a lot of money for this thing, because this is such a... Such a potentially thing. over a million. We'll see. Man, that's just that's that's wild. Does it play games? I I forget if yeah, it actually know. works or not. It, it, yeah, it's still just mind blowing that there is a device out there <laughs> that that so both Sony and Nintendo worked on anyway together mm-hmm. um and i just love that uh you know one of these prototypes are out there yeah. i also love the story of from a few years ago of how this thing was found it's just like an abandoned uh abandoned auction wasn't it i think it was mm-hmm. um yeah it's still just like that's just like no one recognized what that was <laughs> except this guy and it's like holy shit um it's just crazy yeah uh, I guess the sour bit of this is that it is currently in a museum and will be sold to a private collector. 
Ah. Most likely. So probably not going to be on display for anybody after this yeah. sale. But I feel like this thing should stay in a museum, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a crazy part of video game and really just entertainment history. Because mm-hmm. you imagine where we could be if this went through. You know, if Sony and, Mike, or Sony and Nintendo continued to work together. Yeah, unfortunate that we might not ever get that future. Do you think? Mm, what if the next PlayStation is a is a is a, is a PlayStation lever? PlayStation lever to go along with the Switch. Okay. The, the V in lever stands for five. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it also docks with the Switch. Ooh, maybe. You know, who the fuck knows with video games anymore, man? They're getting so crazy to me. That's like, I don't know, just so so many of these barriers just have come down. And, you know, even just three, four, five years ago, I never would have thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It is a wonderful world. It is among the best times to be playing video games. Indeed. Uh... Another way you could play video games is PlayStation Now. And PlayStation Now has some additions coming in January. Uh, In January, you will be able to play Horizon Zero Dawn and Uncharted The Lost Legacy, as well as a few others, I believe. Let me scroll down here. Maybe they don't have them in here. Hmm. Um, Overcooked 2, also, coming next year. I'm not sure if that's also in the January lineup or not. Cool. Did we ever read the December lineup? No, I believe we uh, might have skipped over that. Uh, PUBG, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, Formula One 2019 is available until March huh. 2nd, 2020. And then Horizon Zero Dawn and Uncharted Lost Legacy will be available on the service until April 7th, 2000. That is plenty of time to beat those games if you have time to play video games. Yeah, definitely. And those are excellent games if you have not played them. Yeah. But those are games that have already been out. Let's talk about the new games out this week, Tyler. We have a list of video games that came out this week. And I'm going to tell you, the list is too long. Oh, like every week. Dude, it's the end of the year. Like, do we need to fucking put out all these video games? And a couple of the best ones are towards the bottom. So let's get started so we can get to that. 3M Spain Foundation. STEM plus VR. This doesn't sound like a video game. (laughs) It doesn't. An educational project of scientific dissemination to encourage STEM vocation in children includes four individual experiences of virtual reality, science, math, technology, and engineering block to be lived in groups of three players where they learn specific content and meet challenges in a collaborative way. Hmm. Okay, interesting. You can tell this is made by STEM, the folk, because they decided to order science, math, technology, and engineering instead of science, technology, engineering, and math to match the acronym. Yes. (laughs) 
The next game is also in VR. It's called Art Pulse. Art Pulse offers an artistic VR sandbox to play and express your creativity, spawn and combine shapes, colors, and freehand painting to sync them seamlessly into the background music. You don't need to be an experienced artist or musician to make cool stuff. You can just create and let the game elevate it. And next up is uh, Bayala, the game on PS4. Plunge into the magical world of elves, a spellbinding elfin adventure. Accompany Sura on the magical journey across Bayala. When the dragons disappear, the power of magic might vanish. Two, together with Sura, set off on an adventure packed journey through forest into caves and across Bayala's dragon mountains. Mm. Next up, we have this thing that looks like a Doom ripoff. It's called Demon Pit. (laughs) Arise, Demon Hunter. It is time. The years you spent slaughtering demon kind in the mortal world did little to cleanse your soul. Your sins have been laid bare and you have been judged. You are damned for eternity. The pit awaits. Yeah. This could also exist in the Doom universe. Yeah. Demons with shotguns on PS4. The ultimate couch fragger jib fest? Armed with a powerful boomstick and bullet deflecting shield, up to four players wage unholy war against each other as they compete for souls in nine different local multiplayer game modes across four realms and 40 arenas. This is demonic local multiplayer action at its bloodiest. I'm just going to put a little bit of advice out there for y'all. If you're ever invited to something called a jib fest, you can stay home. Yeah, just don't go. I mean, what What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> uh, next is Dream Ball. That is like a sad-ass pseudo-woodoo in the background. Oh. Now, now I'm just sad yeah. thinking about it because I like pseudo-woodoo. Yeah. Dreamball is a fun sports game with ragdoll physics set in dreams with one clear objective. Not set in dreams the video. I guess we have to distinguish that. Yeah. Try to score more than your opponent before times up. Play in up play up in space under under the sea. Oh my god. In a pirate island. Let your imagination fly or be carried away by ours. Ready to dream? Immerse yourself in this world of dreams. People are gonna try to release games that capitalize on the name of dreams yeah maybe who knows uh next up is helmet the badass from hell <laughs> i like this uh logo very old school 80s heavy metal here mm-hmm. it's nice uh helmet the badass from hell is fast-paced bullet storm dungeon crawler that cranks the nonsense up to 11 and puts you right in the thick of it take control of various transformations and unlock new transformations each time you complete the game do you get it tyler it's it's hell mutt and you're playing as a oh uh, yeah dog you are. okay <laughs> Uh, I like that. God. Yeah, I like this art. This art's fucking goofy. All right, next up is Iro Hero. Iro Hero is a vertical shoot 'em up with beautiful pixel art graphics inspired by many old school classics. Staged across nine action packed levels, Iro Hero features a unique and fresh approach to the popular color polarity mechanic with interactive level elements, color zones, reflective surfaces, and much more. 
picks up his Mini Motor Racing X on PS4 and PlayStation VR. Grab your controller or VR headset and dive into the high-octane frenzy that is Mini Mini Motor Racing X. The classic Mini Motor career mode is back with hundreds of races, dozens of cars to unlock and upgrade, and four fiendish, fiendish, wow, can't say that word, fiendish, championships to master but that's not all mmrx adds some firepower to the mix in the new type x mode okay here we go with another vr game yeah the in dreams vr bundle that's end dreams not also not a part of dreams y'all i'm sensing a trend here you motherfuckers out there putting games on the playstation store Yeah, and they, they like kind of promote this shit too. It's mm. like, oh Four incredible VR titles at one low price: Shooty, Fruity, The Assembly, Perfect, and Bloody Zombies. Defend your store from mutant fruit. Discover morally challenging organization from contrasting. Discover a morally challenging organization from contrasting perspectives. Slip away to a beautiful and relaxing locations, or fight the undead plague in hand-to-hand combat. So I guess these are all VR games that are bundled together. Yeah. What I'm... Because I've heard of Chutty Fruity. That title, I kind of remember. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next up is party trivia on PS4. Jam-packed with over 6,000 multiple-choice trivia questions in four genre categories. No game will be the same. Party trivia is party gaming at its very best in an easy, out-of-the-box, pick-up-and-play way that keeps everyone at the edge of their seat. Okay. All right. We're not even close to done yet. (laughs) Regions of Ruin. Ever wonder what would happen if Kingdom met a broad, skill-based open-world RPG? Welcome to Regions of Ruin. Regions of Ruin is a 2D side-scrolling RPG with town-building in an open world that progressively challenges your hero and settlement the further you delve into the vast continent. Next up is Sakarath, the arch, the Archer's Tale. <laughs> Sorry, that, that art's not, not the greatest in my opinion. Uh, Sacrilith. The Archer's Tale is a VR bow shooter with bow and arrow and magic. Help your brothers overcome all threats in a way of the main goal. All threats in the way of the main goal, sorry. The magic stone called Sacrilith that grants a power over dragons. Literally, the art is like an arrow about to go in this dude's face, but his eyes are like... His face is like, God damn it. (laughs) It's weird. Well, at least there's a pinball game out this week. It's called Soccer Pinball. Choose your team and beat your opponent. Have a soccer match with your friend or family member on the pinball field. You will try to score as much as possible within a match. Be the best and write your name on the leaderboard, and your mini audience will always cheer you on. Next up is Stramium Immortally on PS4. Bosses and beasties abound in this bizarre and vibrant roguelite slash shrump slash dungeon crawler hybrid. What the fuck is a shrump or shump? I think they meant to shump. I I think that's supposed to be a shmup and they just had a typo. (laughs) 
Shump. Shump. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Armed with a jetpack and a smorgasbord of weapons and power-ups, Stramium Immortally pits your lone warrior against the forces of Queenie Empress. Agility, precision, and loads of loot are your only means of surviving the Cubicus. You know, sometimes I feel like games just fucking... I don't know. If you're going to make up words... make up words, man. Make up good words. We're in the fucking Cubicus, man. I don't know. I've got to scratch my Cubicus. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. Uh, All right. Tamashi... This is the next game on next game on the list here. Tamashi is a puzzle platformer set in a distorted in a distorted world of striking horror and unsettling imagery. A mysterious stranger is summoned to this twisted hell to discover the source of evil that emanates from within. Can you survive the devilish traps, tricky puzzles, and monstrous beings looming in its dark corridors? Uh, next up is the inner friend on PS4. Descend into an eerie world made of scattered memories and unresolved traumas and explore a nightmarish landscape where you will be where you will come face to face with childhood fears and nightmares led by a mysterious shadow face fears and nightmares inhabiting its materialized subconscious universe no treasure rangers jesus christ god fuck Fuck off, everybody. Stop putting out garbage. Or stop... Sony, stop letting this shit happen. Treasure Rangers is a fun puzzle and platforming challenge where you'll need to combine the unique skills of all the characters to advance. Meet Lucy, Eric, Roxy, and Randy, a kid with autism, and experience an incredible adventure in the magic-filled underground cavern caverns beneath the neighborhood for your friends join the squad and solve the mystery stop is unit four on ps4 an alien army has stolen the sacred artifact of your heroes tribes similar reports are coming from other planets problem the solar system will decay without the power of these artifacts Begin an epic journey to uncover the truth. Can you recover the artifacts before the universe collapses? All right. We've got Untitled Goose Game, which actually has a decent description based on how successful it has been on other platforms. Maybe you've heard about Untitled Goose Game already, but in case you haven't, we'll catch you up. It's a lovely morning in the village, and you are a horrible goose. That's pretty much it. (laughs) That is a very good description. It's awesome. Also, Wadham is out, finally. From the creator of Katamari. Yes. Immerse yourself in the creative mind of uh, Keita Takashi. Takahashi. Takahashi. Sorry. Come on, I missed this. I missed a syllable. I'm sorry. Explore a lonely world where everything has vanished and all seems lost. Play solo or same screen co-op to help the mayor rediscover the joys of friendship, restore his lost memories, and reconnect with the world itself. Guess what? There's a new word maze by Paugi. You know Paugi. They put out all these fucking... Yeah. Like a wiggly word search, find the words in itself. The maze is a unique... This is a unique word search variation exclusive to Paugi. Okay, whatever. Uh, next up is Xenoraptor on PS4. <laughs> That's hard. Xenoraptor is a frantic and frenzy twin stick shooter pitting ridiculously armed space 
dragons against an interstellar armada. Strip your defeated foes of their parts to assemble the ultimate weapon. Xenoraptor is a bullet hell action with countless tactical possibilities. And finally... Oh my god, we're here. Exposed. Pure gameplay, pure fun. Exposed is a modern and challenging tribute to the arcade classics. Avoid opponents. Be aware of your surroundings. Expose the uncovered area and have lots of fun. Simple controls, demanding levels, but rewarding experience. Wow. What a week. So many fucking games. Yeah, seriously. Oh, man. You can watch all of Watchmen now on HBO, which is really fucking good. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. I love it. I love different takes on superhero universes of Watchmen's a great one okay. for that. You can also watch The Joker now, I guess, which is also hmm. good. All right. Well, that's, I guess that's the show. We're going to figure out like what we're doing for the rest of the year because it's, it's going to be busy. Yeah. There might be a week where you have two podcasts. Whoa. We'll see what happens. What? How could you possibly listen to two podcasts? You already have this one. Dude, how can you listen But if you to get two? this one twice, I don't know, man. Yeah, I know. It's, just, it's wild. How how do you have time to listen to two podcasts, especially if you listen to Giant Bomb as well? Oh, God. But make sure you find the time to listen to our Game of the Year. Yeah, it's going stuff, to... Because it's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. We'll have fun with it. We'll, we'll make... We'll make a show. I guarantee you that. We'll make a show. Yep. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good one. Um, yeah. If y'all need to get in contact with us for whatever fucking reason, I don't know why why people write into podcasts to begin with, but that's not for me to wonder. It's for you to act upon. You can send us emails via email. That's how you send emails. Yeah. I think y'all should email us or tweet at us. Tell us your favorite games of the year. Yeah, do that. Uh, the email address is PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. That is PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can contact us via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. I'll probably have some hot takes about some games and other bullshit probably talk about the final fan uh, not the final fantasy the fantasy football playoffs of which i'm in the finals tyler you're not in the finals but they can find you in your youtube channel at plugged on vids you'll probably have some star wars stuff up sometime yeah probably do something on it yeah but fantasy football i'm gonna win i'm in a good position i i think last week i scored the most points i scored all year which compared to some of your other guys is uh, you, you have done it multiple times. I think I scored 117 points, which after scoring 44 the week before, I'll take it. Mm. <laughs> I'm in a I good position. Anyway, so. According to the fantasy football experts, my entire lineup is in or at the top 10. Mm. Who, who, I haven't even looked. Who's... I'm playing Rich. Okay, all right. That's That seems fair to have been at the top all season. Keith so. could have done it if he, he did not make that one boneheaded move. Yeah. He could have been in the finals. I know. 
He could have. He could have done it. <laughs> yep. Yep. But no one's going to do it against me. I'm going to fucking kick ass and win a second championship, be the first repeat champion. We'll see. We'll see. But that's it for the show this week. You can find out more next week when we come back with another episode of this show. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Happy Holidays!